<laughs> Balsamic vinaigrette. Wow, I can't believe you just said that. What's up, everyone? Trent here. We are back this week now with a bite-sized take. There's finally enough we can talk about to talk about it. So excited to do that. Excited to be joined back with Zach and Cole and uh, be talking with all of you lovely people out there. Um, how you doing, Zach? How you doing, Cole? Zach, you hop in first. I hear you have a dog that's uh, <laughs> devastating the chicken nugget population in your house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm doing well. Um, yes. My dog loves chicken nuggets, and he also decided that this morning was going to be the morning that he was going to bark at everything that moved. So he woke me up, um, and so I'm a little tired, but I'm doing well. Mm-hmm. Very nice. You know, um, Trent, as you know, it's been a little bit of a heat wave here in Southern California. Heat wave. So uh, I got out and had a socially distanced beach day yesterday. Pretty nice, uh, I can say. And, uh, you know, just enjoying and loving this Sunday morning and uh, at the same time bewildered that it's already August. Pretty, mm-hmm. pretty strange. I don't know. This year's gone by. <laughs> pretty strange. August 2nd. What a strange day. <laughs> what yeah. a freaking strange day. Five months in here. I made a joke the other day at work that it feels like, like we were talking about something that happened back in April and I was like, oh, that was year one of quarantine. But like it really feels like that. Like it's like it's been five months, but it it's just a stretch on. Yeah, it feels like year five. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> but at least we have the lovely weather to keep us company for now, and we can get out and stuff. So. Yeah, and we'll always lovely. have the weather, whether or not it's still lovely. Anyway, <laughs> um, <laughs> Bumble and Babe Wines are here to tell you that your ex is canceled. As am I after that terrible pun I just made. But uh, Babe Wines (laughs) is partnering with Bumble to literally help you move on. Um, So for all those people who are, you know, stuck in quarantine with someone that they're no longer with, but how do you move in quarantine? It's tricky. It's a mess. It's a little uncomfortable living situation for some people. Um, What they are doing is you can enter the contest and they're going to help five people literally move on they're going to bring a truck they're going to help you move out cover all the costs for moving uh erase all traces of their ex from their phones assemble all their new furniture and they'll also help you create the perfect bumble profile and uh all you have to do is just tag newly single friends with at drink babe and at bumble and then they'll pick the five lucky quote solo artists as the article says for the prize um which is pretty funny i mean it's. I feel like it's a good like little self promotion, you know. Uh, good little partnership for Bumble. I, it, the Babe Wines is kind of funny that it slips in there, but uh, I mean, who doesn't want to get wine drunk after a uncomfortable living situation? Uh, but I'm gonna toss it over to you, Zach. What do you think? Honestly, my favorite part about this isn't even actually the moving part of it. It's the erasing all traces of their ex from their phones and chipping in with helping users create a perfect Bumble profile, which like... That's the biggest thing. I'm trying to figure out. It's like they're doing two things. It's like they're doing... They're helping them move, and then they're also helping them, one, get rid of their ex completely from their phone, and two, make a kick-ass new profile. Um, And like I said, I feel like 
the real benefit here is deleting <laughs> the X from the phone. You know how oh, hard well. that is to do? <laughs> and also I was to say, do you know how hard it is to make a good profile? Yeah. You guys have been dating profile. too long. <laughs> um, sorry, I'm kind of rambling a little bit. Like from an idea standpoint, like I think it's a nice idea. Like and, and then there's I mean, there's honestly a very nice sentiment behind it for people who actually are stuck with their exes, you know, the unfortunate people who moved in with someone or were forced to quarantine with someone and still are quarantine with quarantining with that person and realize that that person is not for them um, and are now stuck here on month five, as we just talked about. Like, that's a very nice sentiment. So I really applaud them for, for doing something that's fun. Um, I like disguising themselves as B&B movers. I think overall it's a really fun idea. Um, I don't think it's, like, extraordinary. It didn't make me go, like, oh, my goodness, that's amazing. But I honestly am just like, wow, you know what? Good for you and good for those five people because that's a really shitty situation that they're going to get out of. And they're going to get out of it with no remembrance of their ex and a brand-new dating profile. And so, a lot of wine. Boom. Ooh. And a lot of wine. Like, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I was going to say that um, Bumble has finally started now increasing their consumer base. Um, <laughs> literally, they're expanding the amount of people that can use their products by helping them break up. So it's rather ingenious. Oh, that's it's rather, it's rather, yeah, it's rather ingenious, really. As you can see, they're uh, getting new customers along the way. But um, no, I think this is a really clever, fun idea. And I mean, as we as we were saying before, it's it's we're in year five of of quarantine at this point, and so the quarantine breakups, I'm sure they're happening out there. I'm lucky to be living happy and healthy here with with my significant other, but. For those who's not working out for, um, I'm sure this would be a nice relief. And yeah, the, the going through your phone sort of a situation, I mean, it, it is a really nice sentiment, but at the same time, I feel like there's might be some things in there you don't you don't want the Bumble folks to be Wouldn't going be through Bumble. and seeing. <laughs> I, I mean, who knows? Who knows? People are people are strange, but uh, <laughs> that that could get a little messy. But uh, altogether, I think it's a really clever idea and. Definitely something that could get traction, like on social and stuff. So, yeah, yeah, agreed. It just feels like a very good, like Bumble thing. You know what yeah. I mean? I think it's just continuing to. They're only helping five people. Uh, there's probably not probably. There's got to be a ton more people that could benefit from this, but it's just a little bit of a stunt to get the PR press. But I think it all goes hand in hand with continuing to shape uh, Bumble's brand, which I feel like it needs to do. You know, you've got. It's always been considered the more friendly of the the two main uh, swiping apps, but uh, I think Tinder's definitely made a comeback, especially because they have that leading brand recognition, and also things like Swipe Night have really kind of put it back into culture. That this is a good way for Bumble to kind of try and put itself back in that conversation in a way that feels you know native to to them as a, a company, which is pretty cool. Uh huh. Definitely, definitely feels within their wheelhouse. They're always I don't know if this is their this is their internal marketing department, correct? They did this. Um, yeah, it looks like it. Um, I yeah. couldn't find anyone else being involved. If you were involved, let us know. Come on mm -hmm. the show to talk about it. <laughs> kudos <laughs> to kudos to them. <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of uh, kudos, um, Zach and Cole have a lot of kudos for this next spot. Um, which is pretty cool. Uh, Coke's got a new global campaign going on coming out of 72 and sunny Amsterdam. 
um, running across uh, EMEA, which is Europe, Middle East, and Asia, um, aka like the majority of the world. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's called Open Like Never Before, and it's meant to remind us of all the things we should cherish, even as we're enduring the pandemic, protests, and the overall just fire year that 2020 is. <laughs> um, it's a the lead spot is a uh, over two minute long film with uh, spoken word poetry from George the Poet, aka George Matanga. Um, he's got an acclaimed podcast. Have you heard George's podcast? And he's very talented. Uh, the spot talks about general themes of, you know, who says we have to go back to to normal, back to anything? Why can't we have, like, what if it's, to quote him, he says, what if it ain't the normal we knew? So he talks about all the things we can take, like our appreciation for what we've lost this year, our appreciation for new ways of doing things that we've gained this year. He talks about how we can flip our perspective and take it into the next year, take it into the future and kind of be better for it. Um, and so it's kind of going alongside, you know, they're donating as a company through the Coca-Cola Foundation. They're donating $100 million globally for local relief efforts. And Coke as a company is trying to make a difference to help. And I think this is an interesting way to kind of show that. But I want to pass it over to Zach and Cole for your guys' thoughts before I get into from there. Well, they had me at spoken word. It's <laughs> <laughs> um, kind of your thing. Yeah, you're a word guy. I mean, aren't you? <laughs> I'm a word yeah. I'm the word guy in the group. I, I feel like I'm at an unfair advantage when we get a when we get a spoken word or, or unfair disadvantage, depending on how you look at it. But when we get a spoken word spot, immediately I'm just enthralled by how amazing it is to to listen to these people do their thing because this george the poet piece that he created for this ad is is really awesome i mean he's just incredible in that sense and and it it i was roped into it right away for that reason you know like again like i said like it might be a little bit different for me because my perspective coming from a word background i i feel like i do pay a little bit more attention to the words um and even from the first from the first line when he says wait stop um and then who said we have to go back to normal back to anything what if the what if the new normal ain't the normal we knew like you were just saying trent like just from those first couple of lines i was in it um from an ad standpoint it, it the interesting thing to me is it's there's there are very 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 few mentions of coke throughout the entire thing and they're very very subtle mentions that build slightly as the ad moves on not they not a lot but they build slightly like i think the first time you see any sort of coke branding is in a convenience store and it's just like in the background as it normally would be if you walked into a convenience store and then there's another shot when uh there's like a billboard again in the background where a billboard normally would be subtle, um, that's subtle. a coke ad and it's not till probably two how long is this thing two it's a little it's like over two, two minutes, minutes right? 12 seconds yeah yeah so probably around like the minute 45 mark is the first time you actually start to see people like holding coca-cola and the logo and and brand that this ad is for becomes more relevant um or or is pushed into the foreground and you actually start to get a sense of like oh it's a coke ad um from an advertising standpoint i don't know if there was quite enough branding for me uh, which I usually don't say, but I think in this case, if you're going to make a, a big manifesto like this or a, like a big spot like this and, and you've been doing so much behind the scenes, keep in mind Coke uh, halted all of their 
their brand advertising. This is their first spot back. Back, back in April. Um, so they've been they've been doing stuff like Trent was just mentioning. They've been using their money. They've been using their resources to do to do things, and they haven't been advertising any of those things. Not to say they need to, but it is kind of interesting to me that when they do first come back, uh, the brand isn't front and center. They're not trying to. They're not trying to pretty much announced that they're back which i don't know that's kind of interesting to me i i was expecting or i would have honestly even liked just a little bit more coke branding to attach this to them because i think the the spot just the sentiment behind the spot relates so well with their their mission like the open happiness tagline that they've been running for years like when i was listening to this that's what i was thinking and i i felt like it it was so in line with that sort of message that they have that is so um human and so coke and i would have liked to see a little bit more of the coke branding in there to get it so I, I from an ad standpoint i'm almost a little bit confused as to why they didn't have a little more coke in there but from a writing standpoint and from a sentiment standpoint and from just me watching it i had a smile on my face the whole time i loved the spoken word and i thought it was a really really nice piece uh-huh no honestly that's a that was a great breakdown, Zach, I think. Um, and I think what what you were talking about there in the sense, like, in the very beginning, you know, he almost, um, you know, comes out of a daze, so to speak. He's, like, snapped into uh, being awake, you know. And, I, and uh, then just kind of goes into talking about, you know, we don't have to do things the same way. Um, I think that what I really liked about this one was it had kind of that more forward looking sentiment. Um, you know, in so many ways, I feel like these times it feels like there isn't a plan um, in a way, but this is kind of like Coke making a plan with you to make tomorrow better in a sense. Um, and I think to your point, Zach, about how it's so human, it's so Coke you know, in a, in a very true way, you know, when we think about, you know, open happiness, um, and there really isn't that much mention of it, uh, mention of the branding throughout, you're totally right. And that's probably the only thing maybe taking away from it. I mean, I'd like to see how you pull this concept, of course, into, uh, you know, maybe some shorter spots as well, a 15 or a 30 would be cool to see, of course. Um, but I think it is really cool, too, when you consider that Coke is a truly global brand. Um, you know, this is an ad for EMEA, um, you know, other markets, really. But, you know, everyone's kind of going through the same thing here. And even here, I think that the sentiment um, speaks loudly in a way that um, we're really not hearing a lot of other places, I think, where it's still kind of fumbling through this. But this is almost making a plan with Coke to make tomorrow better, I think. I, I like it. Yeah, I. It's interesting. Like it's a like the the poetry is good. The sentiment is good. I, Zach, I feel like you were kind of touching on what I was feeling. I, I don't fully know how to articulate why I don't hundred percent like this spot, but I feel like obviously open into or open like never before is a, a play off of their open happiness tag. Um, but I feel like I'm learning from this article that Coke is donating 100 million globally to support local relief efforts. But if I just saw this ad, I'm not knowing that. So for me, in my mind, I'm like, why the fuck? What right? What right does Coke have to wax poetic to me about how to experience right now? 
I guess is where I where I come at from it. And and it's I think it's a great sentiment, but I also don't think that it's saying anything new. Like I feel like it's been the conversation for a long time over the last few months of like let's take note of what we what we like from this. Let's take note of what we don't like. Let's try and focus on ourselves. Learn how we're handling this hard situation. Learn about ourselves. Grow. Move forward. Let's do things better. Like so, it's not saying anything new. So for me, it just feels like Coke is just kind of waxing poetic to me, which kind of annoys me right now because I want to see action. If you're going to be telling me that I should be doing something, then what are you doing? Um, and and I think that Coke obviously is doing great stuff. And I'm, and I, if I research this ad, I can learn that you know into 2021 they're they're continuing to do other in-market activities that focus on supporting local businesses that are just starting to reopen but i'm not hearing any of that from this and i guess it's a weird case where normally i would be all for the big brand spot too but i feel like this is a time where if someone's talking i want to know what they're doing to back it up at the same time and i feel like i got none of that from this ad uh, apart from saying like okay it's coke because there's coke in the spot and there's a billboard and then the coke logo appears at the end I just wanted something tied to it because to me it kind of annoyed me that I'm like, oh, you're spending all this money on this big spot. Like, how could that money have gone to better use? You know what I mean? Uh, and obviously they're doing good, but they're not communicating that. So I yeah. almost wish they didn't launch this standalone. It would have been nice to have other assets packaged with it at launch just so that as a consumer I can have a better understanding of what they're trying to go for. So I think it's good mm -hmm. with all that in mind, but just solo it kind of bothered me yeah you can kind of imagine it almost with like a it could be a vo similar and with a similar message but over you know maybe what coke has been doing in the intervening months that they haven't been doing brand marketing you know maybe it's yeah. like showcasing that instead no because i i get i get your point there definitely in the sense that like you know this these are unique times and you know for brands to speak um you know, to speak in this way, they, they really need to back up, you know, a lot of what they're they're saying with action, too. So I yeah, appreciate in that. A way it but it is like pretty co-opting his poetry. <laughs> yes. I don't know, like because it, it's almost like there's not enough of an integration, which is really weird. And I'm probably not like I probably need to like continue to think on it. And I might have like a better articulation, uh, you know, a few episodes later. But like it just feels like one of those rare times where I'm like what i just feel like what what right do you have in this space but uh well it, it's interesting that, it's interesting that you take a break like that but then don't you know capitalize on that you know capitalize on that goodwill so to speak that i think that people if people did know that they would appreciate it um yeah because i don't know, think the do average person like... knows that coke took a break from advertising like i think the average consumer isn't yeah, exactly. Going like, oh man, I yeah, haven't seen Coke on TV that. lately. Yeah, exactly. You know? But if they were, <laughs> but like, if they were like, for the last two months, we haven't, you know, done blah blah blah. blah. And it's like weird because like hearing something like that sounds so lame. <laughs> in an ad exactly at the same time. At the same time, we yeah. took a break and we donated all this money. Look at yeah. us, like you know, like, it's, such a, it's a hard time. It's a like, weird catch twenty two. I just don't yeah, think exactly. Coke could win. Yeah. Like it's like. <laughs> <laughs> on one hand like trends bringing up and like i kind of hinted at too it's like i would have liked to see more of coke or more of what they did so you just understand to justify it, their position and yeah. on the other hand it's like all right cool we get that you've got money and you're doing good like whatever move on you know like it's like how do you i don't know if yeah. it necessarily is a win-win and obviously you're never going to please everyone and especially mm -hmm. considering the circumstances and, and you shouldn't need to please everyone because everyone's facing quarantine especially five years in 
uh, mm-hmm. differently, you know? God, we're going to really yeah. hate that joke when but it's that... five years later and we're still oh, <laughs> But that's the thing is, like, also, who is this ad for? Like, we also think, okay, we're, whack- again, Coke's waxing poetic here talking about this, but also it's, like, two minutes long. Like, it's a long ad. Yeah, are like, they going to cut it into pieces for social? Or... Exactly. Like, again, it's, like, did they I just think. put it on yeah. their YouTube channel? Like, exactly this is like a, a mast head kind of a thing you know that just is a big uh, branding piece i guess you know i don't know it, it just feels Brand like it's gonna be a no for me dog <laughs> yeah <laughs> randy jackson from randy jackson <laughs> from <laughs> damn <laughs> i don't know it's not bad i just i don't know i'm probably crazy but no i don't think it just you are. rubbed me the wrong way no, I think you bring up a very good point, especially from a regular consumer. Like we're looking at this, and like open like never before really, really bothers you know. me because there are so many businesses that can't open right now, and in this, there's no word about what they're doing to help businesses. Obviously, they are helping businesses open, but they're not communicating that. So for me to hear open like never before feels like, well, what are you talking about? It's almost like you're telling us to move on when we're still in the thick of this problem. Yeah, but if they had communicated how they were helping, and then they said open like never before, I feel like that would have felt so much more powerful. Also true. There you go. But maybe would, that's what uh, it is. Would Simon the poet have been able to make it sound as good? Is the question. Or George the poet. George the poet. Nice. Cool. Respect the artist. <laughs> George. Fuck. <laughs> I'm not the creative here. I'm sorry. <laughs> you got a brain, also, don't you? <laughs> I know, I know. Right before we move on, too, I know we, we brought this up at the beginning, but I wonder what the sentiment would be in Europe. We talked about the fact that, like, we're in a very different place than Europe is. Too fucking um, shay, because they don't have the same issues we do right now. Yes, and we're coming at this from where we're at, which is a lot worse than where they're at. And so maybe the sentiment there actually is more in point considering uh they're much farther along in the process of reopening and things seem to be going a lot better uh in that part of the world than in the united states so something else to consider because i think we're all coming at it from the fact that here this wouldn't this definitely wouldn't resonate as well uh right now regardless that's true i mean here i am trying to cancel like tiktok and i'm not recognizing (laughs) it's a different audience uh keeping it topical here on salad um (laughs) That's a really good point to bring up, Zach. Uh, I mean, I, a coworker of mine is currently moving back home uh, to the Netherlands, and uh, he's like, "Yeah, my my kid's going to be in school," <laughs> which is crazy, crazy Dang. to think. I have a friend I work with too who has a brother back in New Zealand, and I was talking with him on the phone. He's like, "Yeah, I caught my brother while he's at work in the office with other people around him." It's like, what? <laughs> What's that? Here in the U.S., while we still have certain limitations uh nike has pulled off a fucking banger of a spot uh, <laughs> certified fresh from salad yeah um, it slaps we can say yeah, that much it slaps hard <laughs> it's got some heat um you can't stop us uh, a new cam- campaign um that just i don't know we talked about this off 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 air and cole was like you know, I feel like it's not the best spot I've seen, but it was really good. And then Zach and I were both like, 
I think it's the best spot we've seen. But the funny thing that we kind of aligned on is that I don't know that the copy is anything special, but just watching this film, I didn't even listen to the copy. And maybe that makes for a bad ad, but the way they edited it was so fucking cool. I think it's like one of the coolest editing things I've seen. It's a 90-second spot, um, and it celebrates the return of the NBA, um, as well as other sports right now. Um, and it has side-by-side, 50-50 split, scenes of seemingly disparate sports but there's action happening as we're watching the athletes for example you see a tennis player swinging and you only see half of his body and the other half on the right side of the screen is the uniform of a cubs player screen swinging and it's two different people two different actions two different sports but it splices up to look like one person like the way they edited it was so fucking cool and it, all, all, all culminating up to a freaking sick land into Cristiano Ronaldo's signature celebration. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. And then, you know, obviously it's a, it's an extension of their previous campaign that they've been running where, uh, y- you know, you can't stop sport and then it kind of spray paints us over it. Um, again, just a fucking beautiful piece of editing. Uh, highly encourage you to check it out. Um you know, obviously, Wyden and Nike just continue to make bangers, and uh, it, this is no exception. Um, I think I saw. Hold on, let me pull up the stat because I saw someone posting about it on LinkedIn, and this kind of blew me away. Let's see if I can find it really quickly. This is a, a professional pod where we have everything ready <laughs> right at the start. The research. Okay. It was developed through researching over four thousand pieces of footage to find and sync seventy-two sequences across twenty-four sports. Wow. Yeah, right? So it kind of symbolizes, like, it shows the commonalities all these athletes have across the world through different sports, too, which is pretty fucking awesome. But the amount of footage to go through to find all those and to split it together so perfectly is just a hats off. Like, this is a this is a media can winner, no doubt in my mind. But um, I, what do you think, Zach? <laughs> um, I mean, you kind of brought it up earlier. Um. And I'm going to say it myself, too, because it's in stark contrast to what I just said for the last one, where it kind of proves how good the editing is in this thing. In the last ad uh, for Coke, I brought up the fact that as a writer, the words immediately resonate with me. Um, And that's usually the hook that gets me. And it's usually where my focus is when I'm watching an ad for the first time or when I'm watching an ad for the second time, regardless. You know what I mean? It's typically I'm going to listen before I register the visuals or i'm going to focus more on the words before the visuals just because that's what i do for a living and so i'm i'm drawn to it and like trent said i can i the first time i watched this i couldn't even tell you what it said because i was so just focused on watching these scenes play out in front of me like it is it is honestly one of the coolest editing techniques if not the coolest editing technique i've ever seen um to bring up another example there's one where i believe someone's uh throwing a shot put and they're doing like the spins. It's this big muscly guy that's doing the spins of the shot put. And right when he throws it, uh, he crosses over that that split line in the middle and turns into like a ballerina that's doing spins. That's what the the shot that it was um, merged with was. And it, it that was just another one of those moments. Like there are so many of them in this where the crossover between that line just allows for these such one captivating, two interesting, and three very special sequences of watching just how movement and how sport 
is all somewhat the same, regardless of what sport you're in, regardless of, you know, where you are in the world. If you play sports, you kind of, they're all connected. And I, and that's kind of the point of this is like, I, I, I think I said it at work is like, we were talking about this at work on Friday and I was like, nothing like screams togetherness and like unity more than this editing technique in the sports world. You know what I mean? And it really just does show you how so much of what they do in sports across all different sports is the same, you know, the same movements, the same sort of thing. And it's just, it's just a special bonding unifying moment. You add in the voiceover on top of it, which, like I said, I still didn't take much from it only because I was so focused on the visuals. But it's 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 delivered by Megan Rapino, um, and it's it's talking to that that very point of we're never alone, and that's our strength. That's that's one of the lines from it. We know things won't always go our way, but whatever it is, we'll find a way. And when things aren't fair, we'll come together for change. And no matter how bad it gets, we will always come back stronger because nothing can stop us. Nothing can stop what we what we can do together. Like that's that's what's kind of being said over these clips. But again, I I was hearing that and it was kind of registering and I heard enough of it to understand the sentiment of the ad. But that's about all I was focused on from the word standpoint, because watching these scenes play out was just capturing all of my attention. And it was amazing. Absolutely amazing. Probably one of the coolest things I've ever seen. Amazing. There we go. (laughs) (laughs) Sort of amazing. A lot of amazings. (laughs) Yes. No. And I think, I think that that really is the master stroke of it. And the thing that, you know, Nike has always been able to do is just showing that we're all connected through sport and that sport, you know, connects all of us in the way that, you know, as you said, the editing technique, it just exemplifies that so clearly just in that, you know, no matter what you're playing, no matter what you're doing, um, you know, you're still connected by the pain, the winds, the, you know, the swinging motions that, um, you know, sports have in common. And, you know, the fact that they were able to put this together is quite incredible. And as, uh, as Trent mentioned at the top, uh, you know, I really did like this ad. I think it didn't emotionally resonate as much for me in certain ways. Um, just because as Zach had mentioned the words, I I couldn't tell you what they said. Um, and I recognize that's not the point of it, but at the same time, I was like, I don't know. I felt like the, their last spot exemplified the narrative of coming back in a way that was really crisp and clear. And I really enjoyed that. Um, so I just didn't think this was adding necessarily to that narrative, but at the same time, just the the craft involved here the um you know just just everything that that it goes to show and and does without the words i think um zach as you mentioned is really really pretty incredible and i think that this is a technical masterwork and also uh, whoever pretty incredible found all of these clips and put them together deserves like the biggest raise on earth because imagine how much work it was to find all of these and line them up perfectly. Yeah, I the amount of found footage stuff we do on my account. I'm like I <laughs> I have a pretty good idea of how hard this was. Fuck. <laughs> they deserve the raise that they won't get in the pandemic. <laughs> or in advertising in general, but that's a, that's, a, that's all on the side. 
I will say, Cole, you bring up a fair point. I feel like the last one was more emotional, but I think they have two different purposes. I mean, this is almost a hype, you know what I mean? As opposed to like the emotional, like I feel like the first one had me feeling emotional, had me contemplative, had me like excited and in the moment. This one had me ready to just run through a wall. Like I was like, fuck, I want to get back outside and just start playing on like the court again, you know, like, um, and I think two different purposes, but two equally impactful, you know, ads, but -hmm. just in different ways, you know, um, but, uh, exactly. I don't know if if you hated it. Listening, send us a message. Let us know. Um, you can you can message us on Anchor. You can message us on social at salad underscore podcast, and uh, you can also pledge to support us with a monthly payment if you so desire, because it you know it helps to keep us going. Um, all through Anchor. Um, and yeah, I don't know. Do you guys have anything else you want to add about this, or do we want to wrap up for today? That's funny. I paused on the guys disinfecting the, <laughs> the the chairs and like of course that's why i randomly pause <laughs> in the pandemic uh i don't have anything else i'm all set yeah i mean i think we're gonna continue to see this at uh if there is an awards season so to speak <laughs> Dude, right? i'm sure i'm sure this one will reappear this one and the last one both <laughs> yeah the last one was really yeah there's a lot great. to submit to can when it's been five years. <laughs> and hey, it's nice to have ads to talk about, though. Hopefully with the return of sports and everything else going on. I, I will say that's we'll one have thing more to I talk about. <laughs> I watched like I've been watching live TV for the first time in months because of the NBA's return. And it's interesting the conversations you hear about in the industry with different marketers being concerned about whether or not they can show people without masks, whether they can show people that aren't socially distanced. I think everyone's overthinking it, man. I watched, there's a Modelo ad running right now with Anderson Pack, where it's literally a packed concert. You've got people that are just running together as friends, no masks, no distancing. Like, I think people are at the point where like, reasonable people are being safe and wearing masks and i'm going to stand by that reasonable people if you're not wearing a mask you're being unreasonable and that's just the stance i'm taking um but i don't think that people care about it in the programming i don't think most reasonable people are seeing someone not wear a mask on tv and being like oh my god you know and and so it's interesting to see how how advertising has or hasn't been impacted i feel like so many people paused campaigns they didn't want to be humorous in a hard time they didn't want to show big groups in a challenging time where you're not supposed to be in big groups but it feels like at least from the culture we're consuming people want to move on and uh, it was interesting to watch you know having here heard some of these conversations throughout you know the company i work at and also throughout you know industry connections um and to see it just be completely different was pretty interesting Mm -hmm. i think hopefully we can all separate the things that we see on the tv from the things that we do in our real lives as we should. <laughs> That's a big ask though. No, I think no, exactly. It's a big ask nowadays, I realize, but you know, I hope I hope that we all know to wear our masks, uh, no matter what we see on the TV or what um someone might be saying to us or telling us to do. So uh I appreciate that though. Yeah, it's interesting. I think it's but I think we should be able to this ad I I mean, this last Nike ad, I think, showcases that, um, you know, we should be able to enjoy creativity and have fun and 
you know, if we're not laughing, then they win, right? Yeah, so. they being coronavirus. So laugh <laughs> yes. it away. Them viruses. A laugh a day keeps the virus away. It doesn't. It's a serious virus. Please take it seriously. <laughs> and in fact, the laugh may spread the virus, but <laughs> oh, not if you're wearing a mask. So wear your mask. Oh, <laughs> wow, the most controversial five minutes of salad ever. <laughs> there we go. We made our stances known. <laughs> oh, sheesh, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, laugh in the comfort and safety of your own home. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah. But please laugh. Yeah. Because otherwise we'll be the only ones laughing and we'll look weird. <laughs> Alrighty, before we just continue to fucking collapse into a burning fire of stupidity here, <laughs> let's wrap up this episode. Um, as we said earlier, certified banger, 10 out of 10 salads. Um, eat it today while it's uh, piping fresh. Um, I'm going to wrap us up because I'm rambling. Uh, this has been Trent with Salad. Check us out on social. Check us out on YouTube. Salad the Advertising Podcast. And uh, yeah, we'll have face cam footage there soon. So I hope you are excited for Zach's face reveal once again. But yeah, uh, pass the review, guys. <laughs> We're stringing them along. Get on <laughs> yep. that hype train. <laughs> we'll also have a rating system where you can tune in and evaluate if it was worth the wait. No, I'm just joking. Wait, 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 wait. It will be. Yeah. Have an fantastic week. Have an fantastic week. Oh, get me out of here. Bye. <laughs>